we said we would do it and therefore we we are back um with oh, a, is that how you start yeah with a brand new fresh whiteboard the plat chat power rankings are back just before the beginning of the season and uh Custer has drawn numbers 1 to 20 on it. Just flexing for the camera, honestly. Just flexing there. I'm impressed. I'm All impressed. Right, so to, I, I think to start with, we should take a look back at, honestly, just what my eyebrows look like. The absolute appalling state. We have it. 33% more eyebrows than we did last time. <laughs> That's true, actually. <laughs> so this this shambles of a power rankings that you can't no, even see properly. It's not, right. it's not 33. It's 50% more eyebrows. What? It depends if you're... In- because before we had four, and then we added 50%, which is two. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away. <laughs> Do you not know math? We had four eyebrows. But we didn't. We and had- then we-, we added two, which at the time was 50%. Right. Been- and now we have 150% eyebrows. But I had a certain amount of my eyebrows. Yeah, I, was, I, I knew exactly. He had... Look, there's still some eyebrow there. Yeah. You don't even know math. <laughs> okay. Well, this is why I'm half an engineer, not a full engineer. <laughs> uh, Custer can count one to 20, and that's about... It. Hey, you take those. I, I've done my analysis. All right, this so video. this this shambles of a whiteboard that's absolutely brutally. Set I think up, this crossed is, out. I think this is perfect. I think you can see clearly who is exactly where they need to be. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. Except for Valiant, obviously. Uh, well, if those are the kind of standards you're going to be setting on the desk, I, I, I think me and Bren have left it in horrible hands, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> All right, but let's... This is some serious Papega I feel it's like the title doesn't lie. Like, why the hell is Toronto number 12? Yeah, I think, I I feel think so we, much talked, worse about Toronto. we talked ourselves into that one we way really did. too much. Okay, Who so did that? Here's, here's the way that I want to do this. There were some roster moves that actually happened while we were on break. And there were some times where we brought out, like, I think Chengdu and uh, maybe even the San Francisco Shock. And, like, Houston, we nearly... We just beat them to Jexa being signed. So I want to go back yeah. through some of these teams. We'll start at the top with the, the Shock. They signed Ans. Uh, Ansan Sniper, this Widowmaker. I thought it was main. ANS. No, well, it's short for Ansan Sniper. It's like an area of... Um, okay. Is it like an area of Seoul or is it an area of Korea? No, I the ANS is a part of the record. <laughs> I feel like Johnny's going to be no help during this entire thing. Do you think a Widowmaker Specialist, before we even get into the Hero Pools discussion at all, is a Widowmaker Specialist actually going to help the Shock in any way? Does it change them at all? I think it's a really good player to have because he comes into the team not expecting any playtime, but in the situation that he does need to play, then I think he can step up. Okay, Costa. Uh, do you think Philadelphia needs cost, uh, chips up? I think... I, did you listen to Christopher's <laughs> um, explanation of why they picked up chips up? I yeah. think it's a good reasoning. Okay. I, no, I, literally, I, no, no, no. The point was, you could literally just take what you just said and apply it to a Doomfist player. Yeah, and I, I and I actually like... I, if Hearing that they're coaches, that is exactly what they're doing with chips up. I actually like that reasoning. It's a player that's more than happy to sit on the bench. Yeah. Someone who can do other things for the team other than just play. A black and hole of salary. It, it, yeah, exactly. But, you know, Philly, you know, they don't care. Um, and I think... It's really good for you know a player like Chipsa gets exposure and in the chance that Doomfist does come in, he yeah. can step up. All right, so it's not going to change shock from the number one position though. No, no, right? they don't get no. worse with AMS. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so the next person, to, uh, next couple of people actually to get to are Atlanta. We knew that they were signing two extra supports because they said they wanted a twelve-man roster. They've ended up picking up uh, Kodak and Fire. Uh, does that change anything? For them, no. particularly, I don't no. think they're better or worse. Than... Do you think that you don't think they're better or worse than Massa and Dogman? I, okay, I think they're. I don't think they're better than. No, uh, I think Dog, they're yeah. quite I significantly worse. But I think they. We don't know that. Like, I think contenders players they have the potential to step up. Like, I don't think we'll. I wouldn't rank them any higher. But I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Fire is definitely solid. Like yeah. he could play for an owl team, and I think he should have been picked up earlier. 
That being said, I, I think he's he's a perfect player to round out a 12-man squad yeah, like yeah. in terms yeah. of scrims. I, I but feel he's the not same about Kodak, right? Like Kodak, I wouldn't feel great if he was the starting player, but I think he's a great person to have depth on the bench. For sure. Yeah. All right, what, a, so, what an emotional roller coaster for that guy. Like starting for Atlanta yeah. in season one, then getting benched for Dogman, being sent to contenders, and then being picked back up. And potentially like, benched what, for Dogman again. Yeah, like what's, what's, <laughs> what's the next step for that guy? Like what's the next step for Kodak? The next step for Kodak is for him to bench Dogman. It's oh, the actual the revenge circle. story. It really is. It's the Atlanta revenge story. I can't believe he's going to kill Dogman. <laughs> <laughs> okay the next thing to take a look at though is the uh shanghai dragons now the shanghai dragons we said um we rated very highly but we were always worried about stand one yeah and they've actually picked up another main tank here they've picked up fearless <laughs> a bold move cotton that's okay. all i'm gonna say all right <laughs> what's your what's your thoughts here i think i like i don't i haven't heard from him since he played for the shanghai dragons way back when so he, he, so just to fill you in, he played, I believe, for Team CC, which was the academy team for... I think it's the academy team for Shanghai. Um, and he played for them in Chinese contenders. He looked all right. He wasn't lighting the world on fire, but he looked pretty good. Look, he, uh, I previously... thought Roshan was aggressive, but Fearless is literally Fearless. He's the most aggressive <laughs> Winston i ever seen in Season 1. Isn't that perfect for Shanghai? I with th- their current insane aggressive aggressive dps powered team i think it's a no. fine addition like okay who else are you gonna pick up as a main tank that like i assume shanghai did their due diligence and they actually trialed like because there's a lot of main tanks that didn't get par- picked up from contenders you know I, I i completely disagree with that sentiment that shanghai dragons is an aggressive th- team and therefore they should, should sign an aggressive main tank i think gamsu was like the perfect fit for this shanghai dragons team just did he his was, job he was he was able to contain uh, space for his team and just set his up his DPS players up. I can't even talk. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm trying to quit caffeine and it's not working. But Ding and DM shined because Gamsu set them up for success. And right. so if you plug in a player like Fearless, he's going to demand resources. They're going to be more aggressive. And Ding and DM, I don't think they will have the same amount of space or the same amount of resources. So I actually think it would be quite a downgrade from Gamsu. And I, I don't really like to stand one pickup either. So I'm like, I'm so down on the Dragons. They should not be fourth. They, I, they, they should not be fourth at all. the only hole in their like, team is their main tank. No, it's not the only t- hole in their team. Like, I actually think they're missing a lot of stuff on this team. And you guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. No, no. But no, I actually, I'm not actually high on Shanghai Dragons at all. Okay, wait there then, because here we've got to our first disagreement from our past selves. Is that we talked ourselves into the Dragons, and we did all agree that the only hole was the main tank. So yeah. what, what are the holes do you think this team has? Well, I think that, of course, DM, he's an incredible one like McCree and Widowmaker. But I think there's certain hit scan heroes that he just not super capable of playing. And like then, what? What do you think DM is not capable of? Then, I, I think he's probably one of, if not the best hit scan player in the league. <laughs> and and that's and, okay. And not only that, but you have Fleta backing him up, and then we saw Lip. No, saw I, little dude, bit of lip. Fleta is arguably washed up. Okay, no, 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 no. no. no, no. He, he just isn't. Okay, he has never been this superstar player that we thought he was based on his Apex performance, yeah. right? He was no, he was actually about... sick in season one of 2018, and he's never no. repeated it on Widow. He was he's never on Widow. It... Only on Widow no, on and Farah as well. Widow and Farah, yeah, absolutely. Sure, but, but he's he's got no worse at either of those two heroes. He is still sick at those two heroes. Now there are other Widowmakers in the league who are better than him, like DM. So he's probably not going to see game uh, playtime on Widowmaker. But you put him on like McCree in the playoffs recently, absolutely pounded what he played. 
played against no, the Guangzhou no, Charge. I, I mean, no, we'll see what happens I, with this I roster. I'm not really high on it either. Like, Isayaki and Luffy, they're my mechanical gods, but they're not really the tier one kind of flex support either. Lee J Gon is obviously like a huge boon for this team, and yeah. I think it's a great addition. But uh, no, I can't see the tank line is so garbage that like Void will never be able to make a semifinals of the Overwatch League ever. Like he's just what? a regular. No, he's oh a, my no Void. He's, Void he's is a regular. Void is a regular pickup for like if you want to make the quarterfinals, if you want to make like the wild card matches. That's what Void is good for. Like Void, his name is only carried by his performances in Kongdu, and then on Gladiators he did fuck all. And he's not that great anymore. He, he's he got was, a terrible tank line. He's at and he's least going to set up his he's at DPS. least average in the Overwatch. Yeah, yeah he's at least average. But right. so, so why why all, are they fourth? All, why are they fourth on the power ranking? You have they have. I think if you put all four of those players together, they technically have. I would say the best DPS lineup in the league. Yes, I would also agree. I think that that is maybe even overwhelming. Like and I think they really shined because of their tank line last year. And I don't think they'll have the same think, support I, this I year. I don't think if, if they take the <laughs> focus off of the tank line and the tanks just sort of exist and don't complete... <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> you think they shined because of their tank no, line? Yeah, they were, their tank line. They were, yeah, that's how the game I'm, works. I'm that's how the game I'm works. No, no, I'm not, I'm not talking to you. I'm getting like second-hand aftershock seizures from what Jonathan oh, yeah, was saying. That's how the game works. The tanks set Bro, up the okay. rest of the team. They, they control the space. Oh. They set up the DPS Jonathan, players. they were playing triple DPS when they were their best. They played with one tank. That is one tank. They weren't their best when they had no tank line. Yeah, we're in Rolock now. Right, yeah, I, and that is a fair criticism, but it's not a fair criticism to say they were carried in the past by their tank. Yeah, line. okay, they didn't always play Wrecking Ball. Okay, they were good in stage three, but they didn't only play Wrecking Ball for the entirety of the year. No, but they did when they won. They were they were not a top three team at any other point in the year apart from stage three. Wait, so so what I'm saying is the stage in which the Shanghai Dragons look their best, and the stages in which they'll look their best in the future is when, is when DPS absolutely have the ability to yeah okay but then you then you can't just just uh oh shit there's a word for this but i'm caffeine uh, (laughs) deprived oh my god yeah there's a word for it like just because they were good in that one specific triple dps meta you can't just say that they're like an incredible team besides that so we have to judge all of the stages before we can realistically say that they are going to be good this year that's why i really like their changes though like other than the tank line we can all agree that the tank line oh, is definitely other than 33 percent of the team well okay. it's not 33 percent. i i disagree with the the void problem because i think this tank line needs to be just a bit above average and this team will I be agree. will be very solid so unless stand one and fearless both shit the bed which is actually possible yeah, yeah. but i've been watching a load of vods of stan one and i actually think that he's pretty decent i went back and watched a bunch of his contenders vods and the guy's pretty talented like he can play a bunch of different heroes he's not a specific like he, he isn't much better at his ryan than he is at his winston compared to his ball compared to his erissa he's just pretty talented on all of them he's had a, a good year this year so i don't feel that bad about stan one and fearless i, th- I think between the two of them no, one of them, of them is capable yeah one of them will be fine yeah and, and th- like uh, that's the thing about this team as well is they just have to be fine they don't have to be great they don't have to carry this team because i think their dps and their support lineup especially with the addition of lee jagon is is solid keep telling yourself that okay we'll see how it turns out so the next the next top team that made a change though was uh the dynasty the dynasty with Bedoshin was added Right, And so I actually think, and I don't mean that this is because of Bedoshin being added, but I think we were a little bit unfair on Seoul. And this is one of the teams that I would personally, when I look back at our rankings, want to rank quite a bit higher. Yeah, the re- And the reason for that is that 
I think coming into this offseason, I had the mindset that they had just wasted their opportunity to make a, an ultra super team. But their team is still really good. Apart from, there's like a couple of holes the same as there is with Shanghai. But I think this is the kind of team that should be around like the the sixth or seventh kind of ranking yep. compared no, to I, the ninth where we put the agree. No, See, yep. this is where I'm going to disagree. I think all of these players aren't going to get significantly better than where they are right now. I don't think any of them are going to have this breakout year where they just suddenly become awesome. And I think a lot of people are rating these people where they were when they're at their best. A lot of these players haven't really seen a lot of success in the last, you know, the last year, year and a half. I understand it was GOATs, but I don't see this team stepping up against these other like top five teams that we're talking about. I would say like, I'm happy. Where do we put them? Ninth? Uh, yeah, 8th or ninth. I, I think 8th or ninth. I'm happy to keep them at 8th or ninth. I don't think this team is going to have a breakout year. I don't think they have the players to have a breakout See, this year. is where you're sort of uh, killing yourself. You're defeating yourself with your own argument, is that you're saying like they haven't been good for the past year in GOATS and Double Shield, but that is because I think these players, well, primarily Profit and Gesture, and Bedoshin even, I think they flourish in a meta where it's like very, like a lot of flow to it. They get to be creative. You know, Hero Pools, I think is going to be a great addition for this team. And they'll, you, I, I consider them very talented people. Like they're the kids in school who are just shine based on talent. Naturally and they get like talented. their, yeah, they get their C's, they get their B's, but they never get the A because they don't give a fuck and they don't care to study. Like they don't give, they don't care about detail. Yeah. They don't, they I don't think care about the specifics. They just want to have fun. And yeah. I think their Hero Pools is going to allow this team to really the, break out. The the former London Spitfire team didn't really care about detail very much, especially yeah. with Ocean as their shot caller. Whenever the game got more complex, they didn't keep up with it. But they could pound you when the meta was just starting out or when um, uh, when it particularly fit their strengths. Yeah. So I agree that Hero Pulse is going to be good for this team. But even just, you just look at this roster and run it down. If you, if you say that Marvel is starting instead of Gesture, which yeah. I think is... Yeah fairly likely yeah yeah i think that this team looks fairly solid across the board and the dps line of profit and fits could giga slap yeah and that's i think that's where i disagree i think a lot of your argument is coming from year and a half like we're talking about the london spitfire that won season one that's i think when you're looking at the profit and bedosin you want those players back right those guys that used to slap people around and as you said they just did it with swag because they were just doing it because they could and I, I don't think this team is going to hit that, uh, that sort of peak again. I don't think the individual players are going to hit those peaks again. You don't think that Profit... I, profit, is a, profit will do Profit things. I'm talking about everyone else on this team. But, but who is everyone else? Because I think Marvel will be a very good player still this year. I think Profit will be a very good player. I think we've only seen the beginnings of Fitz. I think he's still got time to yep. rise See, I just and don't think Fitz is, I don't think Fitz is very solid. And like, I, if I was going to like put a... A team on here, I think it'd be profit and illicit, which is solid. Like I'm not really. Arguing you that. would rather run profit and illicit rather than profit. Well, and fit. I I think both are pretty. I I would rather have profit and profit, as I said well, last time, of right? Like you would. I, everyone would. Yeah, and and that's that becomes the issue. Is like I just I don't think their tank line or their support line is remarkable. I think they're solid, and that's why I want to put them eighth or ninth. I just don't think I can start throwing them in the top six. Mm. Okay, interesting. So we move on down to uh, another team then. Spark have changed some things around. Not many things, mm. and it, I don't think that it'll make that much difference, but they've added two new Chinese players to the mix. They've Which added Mika and Coldest. Like, uh, why? Uh, Mika, like, why, I, do you want Gushui to have friends? A main like, support, happening? and I doubt that he's going to get time over Ivaltel. Uh, sorry, over, um, thinking of the totally different team here, uh, IDK. over IDK, because IDK is so talented. Um, and Col everlasting synergy of like you, yeah. you're trying to bring two Chinese players into a team that I think speaks English. No, they speak Korean, right? 
honestly, I I've I... never got a straight answer on this. Yeah. I've asked the team a couple of times, and I think they speak some mixture of English and Korean. Um, because Gushui started, and they started speaking English, and then I think they found it easier to teach him little bits of Korean. And I, I think they speak some kind of weird. And that, that becomes my issue is like, that's probably fine when you have one player that is, they, all he has to understand is keywords and all that kind of stuff. But you start adding, let's say they start playing three, uh, three Chinese, three Korean. All of a sudden, I think communication becomes a massive issue on this team. Well, I don't think they ever would. I don't think that we're going to see Mika take playtime away from IDK. I think IDK is too talented. But what I could see is Calder's taking time away from, from Bebe. Bebe yeah. Because I think Bebe is average in the Overwatch League, uh, maybe even slightly below when you factor in how many nutty flex supports there are in the league. And Coldest is one of the most promising new talents coming out from China, uh, along with Molly, who went over to Chengdu in the flex support position. He's genuinely very, very good. Um, yeah, I listened to Tactical Cards, though, and then Volamel said he had watched some VODs and that he's very resource-heavy. Like, you have to put a lot of resources into Coldest to make sure he pops off. I, so that's I, a bit of a concern how he fits into this system. Yeah, and I would also imagine though that for for the team that he was playing on, Coldus was one of the best players, like yeah. a standout player. Yeah. You tend to give your resources to those players. Most about uh, one really good Moira. <laughs> <laughs> he was that right click, like really mm. strong. Do you, so when I saw other people making power rankings, though, a lot of people were ranked. Not a lot of people actually, but a few people like Wolf and uh, <laughs> were ranking Hangzhou Spark very highly. And they finished top four last year. They were fourth, maybe occasionally trying to punch into the third best position for a number of months last year. And they ended up finishing fourth place overall in the season, in the playoffs. I, I, I think this is a huge wild card, and it deserves a lot of context as to why. So um, do you remember last year, before the season began, how everyone said that Hangzhou Spark was the best team in scrims? Yeah. And they were the yeah. strong teams. And then everyone started playing GOATs and they started to suffer because no Smite and Gushui couldn't adapt to the GOATs yeah. meta quick enough. So that makes me think, is this one of those teams that is really going to flourish with hero pools? Because in my mind, they have some incredible DPS players, mechanically speaking. I don't think they're the most talented. I don't think they're up with profit or whatever. But they definitely have the talent and the mechanical skill necessary to be a good team in the Overwatch League. So I, I wonder how Hero Pool is going to affect this team. I think that's interesting because the the rumors, as far as I'm aware, about the Hangzhou Spark clapping people in scrims were because, because Buzzy was just annihilating people on Widowmaker oh. at the beginning oh. of the league. Uh, no, no, no. They, I, I remember scrimming this team, especially going into the league. Uh, the thing that they were the first team in the sort of GOATS meta to play Rhea hyper-aggressive. And it was something that we oh. didn't understand how to deal with because no diva plays like that. What yeah. would happen is every time there was an engagement, back then everyone would just sort of like clash. But what they were doing is they were flanking Rhea into your backline instantly and trying to get on your Zen and stuff like that. And right, it, it right, was so, right. so the, the thing I like about this team is I think they know how to... They had their own players and they had their own style and they'll run it. And right. I think the reason they were successful at the start is they had this idea, they had this strategy and it kept working, but it w only works as well until it... Oh. Yeah. Well, I, scr I scrimmed this team when they played dive and it was scary. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll tell you my, but that my, much. But my issue with this team as in the DPS line is that I haven't seen Buzzy play anything good apart from Widowmaker. Uh, he played Tracer a little bit in Contenders before mm. he got brought up into the league. But, but apart you, from that, he's basically been a Widowmaker one trick. You'd play Godsby on Widow, wouldn't you? Over Bazzi? Uh, I would say. Yeah, yeah. But, but Bazzi is like your... He, he's like a flashy. 
Yeah. Godsby is very solid. Bazzi is very flashy. He'll go for the big picks and stuff like that. I don't know, like Bazzi played a little bit of the uh, Doomfist at the end when they were playing in, in the playoffs. Mm. Um, so I wonder how big his hero pool actually is because he didn't really get utilized that much last season. And he, uh, he hasn't shown that much. He used to be a flex support. So we really haven't seen that much of his DPS even in contenders before he was picked up. But Adora, every time I've seen him play DPS, I just haven't been that impressed. Yeah, so, I, I'm I mean, it was a Brig one trick for a year. Yeah, I think Brig might be his best hero. And, and and that becomes it I think the issue that comes with especially with hero pools coming into the game it's really hard to know how flexible players are a year after you have to be flexible yes, because yeah, yeah. we've been playing ghost for so long we've been playing double shield for so long it's really hard to understand where everyone's hero pool levels are and also, what they can do also team 4 why have you called it hero pools when that has already been the decided upon name for somebody's like the amount of heroes that they play <laughs> like now we're talking about their hero pools in hero pool it's it's I, what do we call them now what do we put someone's hero adaptability personality uh, don't know don't know I've given up on it I've given up I will say whatever Master Jeff tells me to say <laughs> okay. what, if, what if we call it hero bathtub <laughs> for some people it's a hero puddle isn't it so maybe we'll just go back to that uh, the Chengdu Hunters they have also made some changes. And this is the team that's actually changed the most from when we reviewed their team. Because they have always had this issue where Eamon has never played Winston professionally. And so what the hell do you do when you rank this guy? Can he just play ball the entire time with a sprinkling of Arissa and yeah. Reinhardt in there as well? And they've picked up Atting, Ating, Ating, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Ating. Ating. No, this is obviously British. Ating. Ting, mate. Yeah. A team, it's, a, it's a, a team mate a team mate <laughs> <laughs> so this guy fills in the holes that Eamon isn't known for uh, but I don't think that he's another Gushue I don't think he's going to blow everybody's mind but uh, he at least fills in that gap yeah uh, mm. Molly is the person that I'm most hyped for because he's a uh, very good uh, flex support and I thought that honestly Gary and Kyo didn't really do that much last season from the flex support position you so. mean Yvelto and Kyo they were they was, those were the main two people that played support for them yeah no think... sorry Yvelto was their main support though Kyo and Gary oh, yeah, sorry, yes. flex support right so Kyo and Gary whenever the one was subbed in or the other I felt like they did alright but they weren't anything spectacular I think now that they've got a bit more firepower at flex support yeah this, this team's got they're, they're dangerous everywhere I, and that's the thing that I like the most about these guys' changes is they have all the problems and the holes that I would have said exist within the Chengdu Hunters. They've picked up someone within that role or dropped someone, you know, like yeah. Gary's not in the team anymore and they've added Moy and Langsa. They have leave on DPS. I think, I don't know how good these players are, honestly. Yeah. But I think if they are anywhere near better, you you got to put this team higher than what they were last year. That DPS line is so stacked. Yeah. Leave and Jinmu. Right? Leave is nuts. And I don't think we really talked about him that much when we when we went over it uh, wow. last time. That that guy wow. could easily be like a rookie of the year candidate, right? Uh, yeah, I, for, for sure. I think you put Bacon Jack, Jinmu, and Leave. Like, where's your hole in that team? I think they really mm. hit pretty much every every market. Yeah, like a really strong hit scan, really strong tracer. I know that Bacon Jack was known for his tracer, but I don't think he was playing in the Pacific Division, right? I don't know whether he can really stand up to, you know, your Sebi Orbeez. Yeah, the, I mean, he played world. some last year, and it was just. Yeah, yeah, but I think they'll just overwhelm people with aggression, and especially when we've got the intense travel schedule and the. Uh, hero pools with nobody's really going to be able to master a meta yeah. there, there's yeah. not going to be that same level of 
stability, perfection, cohesion. It's all going to be a little bit messier than it was last year. And this team just thrives in the mess. Yeah, that, that, that's a great point, actually, that Jinmu and Leave just has so much more potential to just thrive with chaos. Like, playing teams that are, like, tired. Teams that have traveled in Asia for, like, two, three weeks, and they're just, they just want to go back to the States. And then Jinmu pops up around the corner, and they're just... Yeah. Takes you down with Hanzo, and it's just great times. Like, this is a very exciting team. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. For sure. I think that uh, this team's made some nice additions from uh, from nice. who they just picked up. Uh, another team to mention that I don't think has really done that much whatsoever. Paris. I think they picked up FD God when nobody was looking. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we had already discussed their team, but yeah, they made another addition here. Now FD God is a pretty decent main support from what I've seen. Like he's all right, but why would he play over Cruz? I feel like Cruz is so crucial for this roster. It's got Aha! so... Uh, <laughs> wow. Crucial? No, that's no. not a pun. Cru crucial. Not... Yeah, but it's a pun. It's not... No, it's crucial. not... Crucial. No. He's crucial to this no, team. Okay. Okay, well, someone, <laughs> someone needs a coffee, please. Uh, Bren, could we get a coffee? <laughs> One coffee for One coffee. <laughs> Two shots, please. <laughs> I don't think this makes any difference. I, I think I still have problems with this team oh, with the identity of Korean head coach with a lot of great Korean players, but then you just have a full European roster behind that. Yeah, I mean, a French team, add more French players, profit. And I think I honestly think FD God is a PR move, yeah, sadly. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, a lot of the French players on this team, I think, are. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we didn't talk about that much last time, though, is the, uh, the, the coaching staff. Oh, it's really? fully Korean. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. But 9K does speak completely yeah, fluent so, English. Yeah, mm. um, Rush, though, as far as I'm aware, does not speak any English. And he mm. is the head coach. So if this is it's going to go through 9K. This a is lot. a really good coaching staff. And it is a very That's what a lot of people staff. brought up when we did this, wow. uh, this uh, video, is that they do have a very good coaching staff. And you can't disagree with that. I just want to know how it works with this roster. Because as I said, I think you have a massive European um, side of this roster. I think if they just added like a couple of more Korean players and they went full Korean, I think this would be an incredibly solid team. And yeah. how the coaches work with Hero Pools. Because yeah. if they're feeling some European players and they have a full Korean, roster, uh, full Korean coaching staff, it might actually be hard to um, improve your players during right. hero pools because it's so chaotic because coaches coaches typically work on like the details like they yeah. study hours of vods and they just narrow down like perfect rotations and play styles and uh player rotations you know for the back line like we spoke about uh, uh ria um and i don't think they'll have the same amount of impact when it comes to hero pools um and changing comps during yeah. the game i agree because I it's, think it's a bit more up in the air a lot of people said okay uh, i think avast had a famous clip recently where he's like all right overwatch league coaches you're basically coasted up until this point it's time for you to actually earn your money in hero pools yeah i think it's less on the coaches this year I agree. yeah because no, yeah. players now have to make all of the decisions in game because there's no time to prep the yeah. coaches just have no time to prep like jesus himself could descend and not understand what to do with hero pools i think what's gonna, you're gonna need from coaches is you're gonna need more strong coaches that are willing to stand up to players and be like don't switch to this character you don't have this kind of impact and like being yeah. strict and ha having keeping the players in line because with hero pools and how scrappy the game is going to tend towards it's going to be important to have some form of like cohesion and some sort of like discipline within the team so coaches are going to really need to put that on their players yeah uh, okay so that's that's paris um the other team the one that everybody wanted us to talk about because we released the video the day before 
they made the change is your old boys the houston outlaws and okay we we said that the jexa pickup was the one that made the most sense but does it make the most difference to this team unlikely i think the houston fans they're they're begging for some scrap of hope that their team isn't going to get worse in the standings despite making improvements well they, they don't deserve to be down at 17th 18th 20th with these improvements do they you ain't getting it from me yeah you're not getting it from me either i think it's it's okay like jexy is like a minor upgrade i think or like i think well, he is better than boink but an upgrade yeah but i think like with this team with the synergy i think synergy goes down but skill goes up but eventually you end up at some sort of like yeah. medium level i think it's really unfortunate team. that hero pools has dropped for houston yeah because they don't the, have a flexible they don't have a team yeah. like they at the moment have a collection of players they're trying to develop a team and i think hero pools is going to benefit the teams that already have the fundamentals down you need the fundamentals down so that you can pivot from meta to meta so that you can make the changes easily if you're if you don't have the basics of team coordination and communication and not understanding how the rest of your team likes to play and what their style is you are going to flounder and i and i think this is good long-term moves for houston building towards the future better than dallas has done even arguably but i don't think that it's going to translate into results in 2020 yeah uh, i remember um, i watched like a thorin video like years ago and he made an entire video just differentiating between synergy and teamwork and how there are different factors when you create a team and how t- players play off each other like synergy is way more organic in that sense yeah and i think that is going to be what is more required from teams and players this year with hero pools because you need that uh, organic yeah. synergy yeah. between players so intuitive understanding yeah of what they, they have a flow to their play i think teamwork and practice teamwork is going to matter less because what you do in practice won't matter as much as what you do in game because now with hero pools you have to read the game a lot more like in the yeah. action during the live yeah. gameplay and you, you don't have necessarily like four days yeah, to you don't necessarily beforehand. get to practice all of those scenarios before you go into a new weekend with new heroes and so i think synergy is going to be way more important than as we look at this roster i i just can't see how that synergy is there between Jexay, Mecco, Rappel, and, you know, pick your poison of DPS players. Like, that's not to say any of these players are bad. Like, obviously, we look at this page of players, and I think a lot of these players are really good and obviously yeah. worthy or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, it's going to be an incredible task to get them to have uh, established synergy between each other and actually pop off. I so. think the difference that exists as well with this team is... When you were talking about Soul, we said, you know, you got your Jesses, you got your Prophets, you got your Epidocins. Those are the players that you go, go into Hero Pools, play whatever you want. And I think all three of those players are like, they're going to do something. Yeah. I think this this group of players, I'm like, can they all play something? If, you know, if their character is banned, the one that they're known for, can, do they have the diversity? Are they going to, not only the diversity to play it, but to pop off on it? And yeah. that existing with your synergy argument, like, I just don't see this team sort of thriving in this situation i do think that they've made changes for the future though i think it was necessary to get out of the rut that houston outlaws were in with their old roster even if their old roster had done better in 2020 did they really get out i think they've i think they've broken away somewhat i think they've they've got halfway there they're 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 inching their way out of the rut i I mean it's it just i mean they've potentially only got two players from that former roster they they could run in fact they could run with zero players from the former roster in theory they could run blase hydration and then they could run it would only be Muma that was there from the previous but roster. I, I, 
I, I think my issue, it just, they still have the same management, like kind of coaching staff here and there. They picked up Harsha as head coach now. Yeah, I just, they got dreams I think well. the, the, the problem about their transformation is it feels like the bones are still there. Yeah. Which is the problem when you're that low. Sometimes you just got to gut everything yeah. and throw it out and then pick up something new. Talking about teams where the bones are still there, and I think that we were maybe a bit too too easy on them before, the, the Dallas Fuel. Mm, yeah. Because this team, I, I just keep feeling worse and worse about, honestly. They haven't made any changes. We've gone through all the teams that have made changes before. Well, they added Crimson just yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. I Which I think totally is a good addition. I think Crimson is a player that deserves the shot. Unko, I think we can all say, in his former glory, was very solid um, yeah. and like very good. But... Is, is he it, at that level anymore? Is, is his heart there? Is, well, that's it. I, yeah. yeah. Is he really... Does he want to play for Dallas anymore? Does he want to, like... Has his mental been absolutely crushed by two years of people sucking salaries out of his organization and... And that's it. So I think Crimzo, bringing a contenders player, someone who has everything to prove, might... You know, he, who wants it more, potentially. Yeah, and I... I... From what I gather from playing with Crimson, I actually screamed with him once, is that he actually has incredible mechanical skill. Like, he's he's very good at the game, and I think he was in contenders for a bit because he perhaps... I I don't want to say he had issues because I don't think he had issues. I think he needed to learn a bit more how to uh, refine his teamwork and how to play, you know, with his team a bit more. But from playing with him, like, he has incredible mechanical skill, like, really good on Ana and really good on Senyara. And so, without a doubt, I definitely think he's an Overwatch League uh, capable player so we'll see how he fits into this team I hope um, he doesn't g- end up with the long list of players that end up in the bin by joining Dallas Fuel yeah, yeah. but I you know I'm, I'm I'm really intrigued to see what all these Envy players does because we're starting to get to the point where Tailspin has coached so many of the Overwatch League players who were promoted to the Overwatch League and so I'm wondering if there's like a, there's like a thread <laughs> of what the tailspin curse? Yeah, no, not there's not a curse because all of those players were yeah, promoted I, to all. Oh, right, I yeah. see. Yeah, so I'm like, I thought you I meant they got if, promoted to Dallas and their careers died. <laughs> no, I wonder. I wonder if Tailspin is the mastermind behind the scenes. It's just like uh, who's, who's it's just, building up all these players. Yeah, building up these players, going into bad teams, management, coaching, all that kind of stuff. God, it must be nice to be able to talk English. <laughs> what? <laughs> you're just you're just way better than me at, at speaking English. He, he's lacking his caffeine today. Yeah, he's struggling. <laughs> well, so okay, sorry, buddy. sorry, mate. It's like what nine p.m. I, I yeah. you know, um, no, I'm not okay, it is nine p.m. So now that we've gone through all of the teams, I think we need to start uh, setting up our rankings again. Jonathan, can you bring up the the uh, previous rankings? Could you bring up that YouTube video? Oh. Because so I've already closed it and I don't have access to a keyboard, so I can't open it again because we're we're in the scuff house at the moment. So that's what I'm that's what I'm doing to get around it. Uh, yeah. Well, shock is number one. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Let's start early. Shock number yeah. one. I'm going to be doing this horizontally because I don't have the space to stand up like oh we did last time. Oh my god. That is a screeching. Uh, shock. Yep. Shock is definitely still number one. Um, Boston, we had- Boston is number twenty. Yes, I think Boston is number 20. I mean, right. is there an argument that Boston should be moved up? For me, there isn't. No, I, I, I don't think we can change it. I think there are players, uh, teams that could definitely step into that role. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, like I, a, a bad Dallas, a bad Houston, a bad Paris, a bad Toronto. Like, by the way, let's be smart because this is a Sharpie again. It's a Sharpie again. Oh, yeah, it's all we had. Okay, I don't know. It's like, don't worry. Apparently, according to YouTube in every single video a million times, if you ride over it with a dry eraser, then... Okay, Kasla, do you have a dry eraser? 
Okay, so we're putting Boston <laughs> at 20th. Because why wouldn't we use a dry eraser if we had one? What? Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, we did last time. All right, so number two or three... Okay, I'm the host now. Look at me. Okay, Look go at on me. Then. I'm the host now. <laughs> so number two or number three, we have to decide whether to put Atlanta or New York at number three. I think New York for me. I think... Number, number two? three or two? At uh, number two. Yeah, I think the next team is New York in my opinion. They've because already got I think such everyone's a solid... high on Atlanta. But I think that New York has more proven... Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think Atlanta did really well getting into a sixth position last year. And there's still the potential that they could waver somewhere around that kind of level. Even though they've made upgrades. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Gator and Hawk as your two main tanks, is they look great. But there's still the potential that that might not yeah. work out. Can we make this end of season rankings? Because Yeah, this is what we're doing. End of season. Yeah, this is they're not power rankings. They're not power rankings. They're not power rankings for where we think they're going to be immediately. Yeah, they're where we expect them to finish. In, yeah, in, at the end yeah, of season. End of, yeah. yeah, okay. So New York excels your number two. I think yeah. we we put them at yeah. number two. And I think it's very noteworthy that I think Atlanta and New York they're going to benefit from being in the Atlantic division, and so I think they're going to get a lot of uh, free wins and naturally end up number two, number three. All right. I just realized to put shock at number one, but then I used a city based for Atlanta. Right, Doesn't good, matter. Good luck, chat. Doesn't matter. Okay, shock, NYXL, Atlanta. Yeah, I feel good about that. So, far. Um, so number- I I think the four to seven and eight is a bit up in the air. What so I think have? we go back to we had Shanghai Fusion Charge and Titans. I think we go back to uh, the lower part of the... I think the, I want to go back okay. to yeah. as well. Though. So, before we had Valiant at 19, I think we all want to change that. I, I've wanted to change this last time we did the video. I think yeah, we put Houston did. at 19. You did. I, I've heard rumors and tinglings okay. from the Reddits. Uh, I think, apparently, Baby Bay and Super both came out recently and said the Valiant are good. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've, I, heard, I've heard as well that... That's, that's just... Keeping in line, no, 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 that no, no, is no, Atlanta no. and Shock saying yeah, Valiant are good. Yeah, yeah, no, but what are you talking about? We have way more insight than that. We're not analyzing based on a super Twitch clip. We have way <laughs> more knowledge and information behind that. I've leaked one thing last time we talked about the Valiant. I'm not going to do it again. No. Okay, have, yeah. Let's... No need to leak it. I'm just setting you up that like we're actually smart. Okay, sure. That's why we have a let's podcast. Go up the, let's, okay, I, but, but I want to put them at just... the top of the list of the... Of the Toronto down. I want to put them at 11 or 12. So 12? Get out of here. What? I want to put them... I'm go, I want okay. to go up. No, I'll give, you thir- I'll, I'll give him 13 or 14. No, tell, yeah, me no. who was, tell me who was better than that team. D- and then Valiant. Who is, so I, I, I want to start here, though. You're, I think people are talking too much about Scrimbucks and early season performance when you've got to think about the strength of this team overall. I think Chengdu is better than this team. I think Mayhem could potentially be better than this team. Yeah, but Mayhem is freaking Chris, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, oh. and this uh, thingy team has got... Um, Valiant has got Rain, who's... Roughly the same level as Chris, I would say. Yeah, and more gravy. unproven though than Chris. I think Chris yes, has been bad, yes, and we've true. seen a lot that's of true. Chris. That's true. Uh, Gig and McGravy though is where I just can't get my head past that. I just cannot get my head past. Okay, Gig and so McGravy four, being a good I'll give them fourteen. No, okay, I, I don't want to put them down. I want to go. Who's nineteenth? Who's nineteenth? Outlaws think, or Dallas? I would say Outlaws. Outlaws. I feel less good yeah. about the Outlaws. And then Dallas, right? What the? No. Okay, I thought you ran out of ink. I okay, haven't. yeah, Outlaws. So do we really think that both Outlaws and Dallas... Wait, 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 what are you doing? What are you randomly writing what in 17th? No! 
<laughs> Dallas is 18th. Are they? No, have we decided? I thought we what? agreed. No, I just what about, said. What about Toronto and Paris? Because I think Toronto and Paris are down in the Pepe. What about London? As well. London, I don't feel too bad about. I've, I've actually grown on London as well. No. The reason I've grown on London is because it's a little bit like what you're saying about Chris. <laughs> there are some players that we know are, are bad. bad. Yes. And there are other players that we don't know where they are. But they're probably I, not all bad. I think as well, like you put a team of uh, Shui Glister and yeah. then you go J Mac Bernard. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. That's, it's okay. They're, I mean, J Mac's a big question. Okay. Mark. Well, I, there are questions, but like, I, 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 I'm a huge believer in the fact that there are a lot of players in this league that have been here for the last three seasons that I'm expecting to go down 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think picking up. Uh, academy players and contenders players that really you know have a lot to prove, a lot of drive. I think they're gonna outperform these other players. What about? I would be down to put Paris at eighteen. What about? Yeah, mm, yeah. Because I... it's either Dallas, Paris. I want to. I want to put Dallas or at Toronto. 18. I would want to put Dallas at eighteen. I would rather put Dallas. I think Dallas are gonna do worse than Paris overall. No, I see. I. Uh... No, I. Uh, I also think that Toronto should be down there because yeah. I went back and looked over a bunch of vods of like the players that we were a little unsure about the last time that we went through this. Or like Beast and Beast Halo is one of them, right? But Beast Halo also hasn't played in forever, yeah. so that was actually quite a tough task. But, but he, he do, do you believe in the flex gods argument for hero pools with Toronto? What sorry? The flex gods argument. Oh, like sure in... for Nevix, Kariv. A little bit. Like, like, I think that that team is all really good. Or not really good, but they're all average apart from Beast. But because Beast is the only player on that team who plays main tank, yeah. if he's bad, that is going to drop the team. Nevix main tank. I want to go Dallas, Paris, Toronto. Dallas, 18, Paris, 17, Toronto, 16. London? No. London, yes. I'd rather go Paris. Paris, Dallas? Dallas? Paris is an 18th. I think I Paris is 17th. Their best players aren't even of age yet. But this is a final season ranking. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but that's it's like we're putting when it's not like we're putting them between like eight and nine. We're putting yeah. them between 17 I, and 18. I agree okay. with Castro. I think the next team is Dallas at, at number 18. I, agreed. Can, uh, can we persuade you, Jonathan? Well, I'll give you this one, okay. and uh, then you you'll promise me one back. Oh no way! No, no way! way. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't sign that with the devil. <laughs> Uh, right. And Dallas, and then we want to go Paris. Okay, because or that's... Toronto. Oh, well, that's so tough. That's I actually don't one, yeah. know. The, the thing with Toronto is that I, I do believe in everything we said last time. No, I'll put to- Toronto. Uh, uh, what? Really? I, I agree with that. I think, I think I don't know. Paris actually have, especially seeing as we talked about the coaching staff, I think they do have a very yeah, good coaching true. staff. Oh, but they have no smite or Benbest. Yeah. But I think with No Smite, they have great coaches. Surely they can talk some sense into No Smite. <laughs> they should be able to, right? <laughs> Theoretically. <Talk some> sense. <laughs> <laughs> no Smite, please! So impressed W. But the, the only thing that Toronto have to do is make Beast average, and they've got a potential playoff team, haven't they? I like, And I think that's actually, if we go into this Hero Pools or argument, I think... Toronto is potentially one of the teams that's uh, get the highest value from yeah, Hero Pools. I definitely. think they go, they gain a lot. As you said, they have a very flexible team. Paris really struggles with Hero Pools, okay. I think, because they've got fundamental stuff to work on, the same as Outlaws and Dallas. I got my final trump card. Okay. Paris travel schedule. What is the Paris travel schedule? I don't know. I don't know. It's probably long. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what a Trump card. Oh, you sounded like Trump. Never mind a Trump card. There was a lot of promised things with no execution. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, yeah put, put Paris 17. Okay, Paris, then, then Toronto, then London. Is that how we're doing? Where is Washington, by the way? Because they're a higher up. They're no, no, I really no. feel we, worse about Washington. Roster. I want to go back to their roster. Okay. I, someone brought this up and like, I feel like we've just given them too much credit. We really have. No. We have given them way too much credit. No. Well, Sish Ellie vote. I can't believe that Avast thinks this is a top eight team, by that the way. That is absurd. That is absurd. Yeah, but that's just because Avast sits in Discord and just talks to his assistant coach friends and talks about Scrimbox all day. Me, um, no, I think Washington are actually doing badly in terms yeah, I, of that's, I've heard the rumors that they're also doing... Oh, someone released a tweet recently. I assume they had some credit where they said Spark, Washington, and Dallas are the three teams that are expected to underperform. I think also, that was Halo of Thoughts, Halo mate. of Thoughts. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, well, I, what I, I just said. I have 4% of batteries, so can we hurry up? Okay. okay. I, it's, I think... Look at it. Ark and Aim God, I think... It's better than London. Is overhyped. No, overhyped. I think Elliot yeah. Lulsish, overhyped. I think Corey... Great Stratus, fine. I feel worse about this team than I do about. I don't know actually. I want to. Put... They may be just above Toronto. I think it might be like Toronto. No, I, I might feel better about Toronto. The big problem with Toronto is that I don't know what Beast is gonna do. I think this team struggles a lot. I think from Hero Pools as well. Yes, because I don't think they have any teamwork. I think they're bringing in two brand new tanks that they didn't play with at all in 2019, but were signed, so they're just stuck on the roster. I think Aim God is going to throw a hissy fit again, probably halfway through the season, because he's always struggled playing on mixed uh, Korean and uh, oh, Western teams. Yeah, but he was on Boston, for Christ's sake. And, and the big reason that Avast rated them highly, I've just remembered, is because going into this meta, Corey and Stratus are good on those heroes, like we saw last year in Stage 4, where they were yeah. playing... Uh, like Hanzo and May or no I won't let you bump Toronto up that far again no I don't want to bump Toronto up I want to bump Washington down but yeah. I think Washington should be at 15th I think Toronto then Washington Toronto Washington Toronto I think, I think I'm good with that no but what about Chris or Mayhem oh no we haven't no. even we, we also have London we're bump bumping London up yep yeah, why are we bumping London up? Dude, I, I feel better about okay, London. Okay, you put, put, put them there. <laughs> ah! it's, it's difficult isn't it I, this is a, a head case because like it's just there's so many question marks and it, it's because it's not even like they're similar question marks no it's they're like, totally different does questions. London have a good team is Toronto washed is, uh, is Washington just overhyped like they're all completely Plus, different things hero pools <laughs> none of the teams knew that hero pools was coming so they didn't even build for it so god knows how that's gonna work oh my okay alright we gotta commit we gotta commit to something I think that Toronto I know I get it. I think Washington I no no I agree <laughs> this is not my end of season rankings anymore. Okay, well, why do you think to, why do you think Toronto? I think Toronto gets such a boost from Hero Pools. I agree, and I think that they, they, they do have a good. Sure okay, 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 okay. I, I, get, it, I get it. I get it. Terrible. I get it, and it's only because they're going to sign on your main tank. I, yeah, I mean, I hope so. I actually oh, do hope. Did they, Toronto so. have they? No, that's not a leak. It's just oh, wishful fuck. thinking, mate. That is, yeah, no, really yeah, that, that is wishful thinking. Uh, because you can still thinking. sign. I, I don't know when the All right, deadline is. So but. Washington, Toronto. This just feels wrong. Wait, <laughs> it feel, it's so against just what any reasonable thing. person thinks. Uh, have which, we just talked? We forgot about London. Why don't we put? I think London. 
I think London 14, then Valiant at... No, but Roar and Aim God. I mean, they're decent. Wait, they're like who else like... is at 13 usually? Mayhem. Uh, I think Valiant is better than Mayhem. I think you put Valiant... Okay, I think... <gasps> we haven't put Valiant down yet. <laughs> <laughs> you fools. You walked right into my trap. <laughs> we didn't put Valiant down yet? Of course, Valiant's going up the meters. Let's go. How did the Valiant stonks rise this high? <laughs> Let's go, stonks are going up. I got you, Mike. Dude, Pay write Valiant me. down no, right no, now. No, no, no. Valiant, write Valiant down right now. Valiant is up here. Oh Valiant is up God. here. Right, Valiant on that board Valiant's immediately. You're just, you're just in denial about you're going to have to get Valiant shaved into the side of your head. Geek and McGravy! <laughs> Gig and McGravy! Let's go! Tell me how you think Gig and McGravy are better than... Who, who are we even arguing against Beast here? and Nevix. Beast, oh well, Beast and Nevix, oh my god. The problem is these tank lines are no, so I, all I, over see, the place. But that's I, think, I think KSP, KSF is insane. Well, it's, pre- it's pretty good, yeah. And I think Lastro is insane. Rangers <laughs> solid. Like, You've never seen the man play. <laughs> no, Lastro did. He, I, right. think this, I think this team is better than 1650. I think they're definitely better than these three... Three Muppets we're talking about in the middle here. <laughs> okay. All right. So we've got Toronto, Washington, Valiant, London, and London. These and do we want to put Mayhem in there as no, well? No, I think Mayhem are better than all of those teams. I really do. I think when the more I looked at the Mayhem roster, the more I feel pretty decent about it. Okay. Like the big problem with Mayhem is Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly, if they just... I don't know. If you, <laughs> <laughs> if they pull people out of the crowd to play instead of Chris, then I'll be fine. <laughs> they'll, they'll do great. They'll make playoffs. They'll be good. Okay, we're losing it. I think Washington what, what is if, 16. Washington, Toronto, London, Valiant. What if Florida Mayhem signs Red Shell? <laughs> I would watch that. Right. I, Washington, write Washington down. Washington write at down. 16. Write them down. Write what, down. What, wait, what, what, what team why, do you want Why, why, argue. Give me a reason why not to. I want to put Valiant there. No, fuck off. They're I, better than this. Are they? <laughs> if oh we want to keep God. underestimating them, and then we can throw them at 16. Valiant will be happy. And when they, songs will rise when they crush through the early season. I think we... Okay, put Washington down. Put Washington down. Yes. Put, yeah, let's do it, Washington. That is gratification clarification why is this not working why is this is this sharpie running out maybe this is a sign you're great at that start scribbling anyway just just start writing it it was usually like oh there we go okay it worked washington washington okay don't clip that i think we have to put no valiant next Come on, these Valiant stonks are ridiculous. It's so Valiant much weight London. in scrim bucks. No, I don't Pre-season no, scrim I don't, bucks. I don't care about the scrim bucks. I think they actually have great plays in the roles that matter. I, Explain to me which tanks in the Overwatch League are I, worse I than I think Gig Valiant are better than London. No, here, okay, here's... You, just raw plays, if you look at them as they stand right now, I think, you know... I agree, they're not that great. I would put them down here. And that is why everyone is harsh on them and I accepted that, okay? But the more I think about it, they have a great coaching staff. I really believe in that coaching staff. I've worked so with every Paris. single one of those coaches. But I think this coaching staff works for this team. They have a lot of Western contenders players that are coming in that all they want to do, 
they have so much drive to prove themselves, and especially seeing as everyone's like disregarding them, they have so much to prove. And I think they're going to come out and they're going to do that. And I think KSF, KSP, Lastro, they're going to come and they're going to whip their dick out on the table, and then everyone's going to be like, we are overestimated. Put, put the London. Put London 15. London. London, London 15. London, Toronto, Valiant. Or Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. It's got to be Toronto. Toronto, London, Valiant. Yeah. Okay. Done. You accept it. You're going to put Valiant above London? Yes. Wait, okay. They literally have the wait, exact no, same I'd, problem. Wait. Except we have Scrimbucks. No, I'd rather want... Stonks around. No, I'd want Toronto over Valiant. No, you ain't got... No way. <laughs> I... No. I... I, I, I... London, Toronto, London, Valiant. I think London, Be- to- I think London, Be- Valiant, Toronto. From what I London, Toronto, Valiant. From what I watched of Beast and Gig, it seemed like Beast was worse than Gig. Yes. Yeah, but it's a six-man roster. And Gig isn't even the high hard carry of Valiant. No, he's. I mean, he's not. He just has to be solid. But I would still say I would still take Nevix every time over McGravy, unless McGravy I think McGravy's is just- unproven. I like Nevix with gravy. <laughs> McGravy. Yeah, maybe he is unproven, but as a, uh, I don't know. I, I think you have a lot of unproven players, and that's where they're going to stand out. And especially so knowing London. the Scrimbucks are behind them. Oh, but you're putting so much weight in Scrimbucks. It's like, you're going to look back at this at the end of the year and go, oh my saying, God, why did I believe in saying, the Scrimbucks? I'm not, it's not like we're saying Valiant is like beating these other teams. They're beating Washington Paris. We have Scrimbucks against good teams. Yeah. Yeah. They can't... Like, obviously they have stage issues. Whose water is this? I'm drinking That's mine. It. Oh, no. As long as you let me put Valiant at 13. Thanks. No. Yes. No. Start from the bottom. Toronto. London. London. London, oh, maybe, 15. Yeah, maybe Tor- London. London, Toronto, Valiant. Okay. I, I'm, Welcome honestly, to the London. Yeah, honestly, I'm sick, of, I'm sick of arguing with him. London, Toronto, Valiant. I can't believe you put London War of attrition. I, I can't Why believe we put you London bullied us into putting Valiant at 13. Woo! This was supposed to be Let's a better go, baby. Wait, 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 wait. How is Valiant 13? Valiant 14. London, Toronto, Valiant. And then we're going to no, have to put I Washington. Think, I, I think, think this is so I unfair. I want to put Valiant at 12. No, I think this is... What? This is so unfair. I think Toronto is better than Valiant. Do you? Long term, long term, not now, not Screenbox now, but long term, I think Toronto. I think long term, Valiant is much better than that. Let's let's take a piece it apart then. What do you think the DPS line of Toronto is better than the DPS line of Valiant? You've got Surefour, you've got um, uh, Agilities, and you've got Logics. Isn't there a fourth player? I, the, the, it was Mangachu, but didn't he go to a 2 Oh, yeah, and then he got uh, moved down. Yeah. yeah, 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 you're right. So that that is... Okay, Toronto. Okay, but <laughs> Valiant, I think is, Valiant are, might be better. Those okay. are three players that I yeah. think have been around. I now, think you have three... Toronto. Yeah. I can't believe Toronto is up at 14. I think you have to. I think the the fact that they have so much uh, versatility in their roster as well. The amount of times the, I've the just... Pr- the problem with Valiant Toronto is Toronto or could plummet if Beast is... We put Washington at 13th. Washington Valiant... is already on the board at 16th. Okay, or we put Mayhem at 13th and then we put Valiant at 12th. Fucking Chris, dude. Chris. No, May- I think Mayhem... Okay, let, look at the Mayhem roster because I, I do want to talk about this. So Mayhem, for starters, are in the Atlantic division, right? Which should give them easier matches than uh, the Valiant. True. Does that true? Does that still exist? Yes, yes, that still exists. It's the pink logo. You missed it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Wait, yeah, no, they've wanna, changed What's the Atlantic the division? 
the Atlantic division is Toronto, Washington, okay, Paris, yeah, yeah, still, yeah, London, yeah. It's Boston. It's all a crap team. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's, it's the still, bottom half of the table. Yeah, bro. for some reason I thought it was different. For some, so uh, take a look at the, the Florida Mayhem roster because as much as I was harsh on them, I, I've come around to it a bit because the the issue that I had was I think that I thought they kept too much of last year's losing roster and that they would not really be able to get out of the rut. But I think that Dallas and Outlaws both have this problem really badly. But really, when you look at the mayhem, they don't even have that problem very, very badly hey, at all. Hey, do, do you want a stat, Sideshow? Yeah, go on then. Do you want a stat before we put uh, mayhem at number 13? We're putting the Valiant At there, the Ains, yeah. at the end of stage three, yeah. Florida were 2 and 19. Yeah. No, they were garbage. They were absolutely yeah. garbage. And so when all of these fuckboys tell me that they're high on the mayhem and that they've proven themselves, you were 2 and 19 after stage three last yeah. year. No, and they, then they you had dreadful. one winning stage. No, they didn't where even you have went a winning four stage. And three. Wait, they went playing, four and three in stage I four. I thought they were playing. Didn't they play garbage teams? Yeah, they, they went did. four they and three and played garbage teams. Well, and fair, somehow they don't have anything to prove. And yeah, I get it. I get it. You watching this right now, judging me, you work for the Florida Mayhem, <laughs> and y- you must defend your team on Twitter, and you must say, oh, my employer is great. I love my organization. I get it, right? You're playing the underdog story, but that's great for you, and so why do you not want to be an underdog? Instead, say, we're going to embrace it. Wait, now I'm just double-crossing myself. That, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I'm, I'm just saying, you don't have a claim to be good, so just... Don't right. try to but, be good. Just take your underdog Here's talent. why I do think that they've got a fairly solid roster. So they're in the Atlantic division. They're, they're, um, so they're, they've got a fairly easier strength of schedule anyway. This team has uh, made some great additions. Yaki and Ganamjin are I genuinely they're really good. They're very good additions, Ganamjin yeah. is really excellent. Yaki is pretty good. I mean, he's like a low-level candidate for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be whoa. Rookie of the Year. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's I, very... I, no, I, no, I, I, I mean, watched some of his VODs as well, and I was actually impressed. He's very good, but but he's not as good as, like, Edison, Glister, yeah. He's not uh, your number Sparkle. one DPS. He's not your number one DPS pick for Rookie of the Year, but it's possible that he could be... Oh, so he's, like, the 15-to-1 odds candidate. I want to counter, this, yeah, I wanna counter this back to you with Chris and Gargoyle. I, I don't think... So, I actually went back and watched a bunch more VODs of Gargoyle as well, back when he played in Contenders. Um, because that must have been so long ago, though, It was right? so long ago. Yeah, but in, you can't have it both ways, right? True, you can't yeah. say this guy hasn't played Heroes in a long time, and when he did play those Heroes, it was ages ago, because he hasn't had to play those Heroes. It's been impossible, because the meta hasn't been that. But when you look back, he's been a very capable Zarya in the past, in, okay. in Goads. He's played D.Va a long time ago, and his D.Va was meh, but he might have improved at that. But he seems like the quintessential um, guy that can play a bunch of different Heroes at an all-right level. Um, whereas previously, I had... Because he rose to prominence in the GOATS meta alongside Karayan and DPI, I was of the opinion that it, w- it was more likely that Gargoyle was... I uh, just had like a very good feel for playing the more DPS side uh, heroes. Stuff like Zarya and Roadhog. Yeah. Like DPS players are normally very good at those heroes. Off-tank heroes, off-tank players normally excel at D.Va and potentially Sigma. The ones that require more awareness, more of like a feel for the game, that kind of thing, not just your own mechanical ability. Um, but I, I do think that now that we're in the 
era of hero pools, we're going to see those kind of heroes more often. It, I don't think we're going to get locked into a D.Va or Sigma-only kind of meta. Yeah. And so I think Gargoyle will be very serviceable. I, I went and listed, just for my own benefit, I went and ranked all of the uh, tanks, off-tanks, and support lines, just in my own head, yeah. just to get a feel for like where people are. Because yeah, yeah. a lot of the time we say, oh, he's probably average, but actually when you list it out, they're like fucking bottom of the pack. Yeah, actually yeah. trash. Um, but Gargoyle, I think, is somewhere around middle of the pack, just like a little bit under middle of the pack. I don't think he's going to be bad, and and I think I was unfair to him previously. And I think I think we've team... actually been bamboozled because I think that we had very legitimate reasons to crap on him last episode, and we went in pretty hard on Gargoyle and what we thought of him and our reasons why. And I think we had pretty good reasons. And then Avast went on his stream, <laughs> and he got a clip where he said that oh everyone just poops on Gargoyle, and so he did. He bamboozled us and took our hot take, <laughs> and instead sided with the community for clout and but, essentially just uh, just uh, there's. But I think the key did us dirty. But I think the key difference. No, tell me. But I think the key difference is the hero pulls. If there was no hero pulls, I, I would agree, still be yeah, fairly actually, low yeah. on gargoyle because I do think gargoyle excels at the at the like DPS mm. off tanks. Like I, I I feel like he might struggle if we end up being in a diva only. Uh, meta or a potentially a Sigma only meta as well because we've never seen the guy play Sigma and that is uh, Sigma I don't feel is like a DPS off tank whereas Roadhog and Zarya are they're the the ones where your mechanics can carry you so I think he's like a mechanically gifted but maybe not at like the highest level on D.Va and Sigma can we put him at 13 now? no I I think the Valiant should be there I think Mayhem are a good team they got Sire Player and Yaki very very good Sire player, Do, if Sire player I, can still keep up his mechanical skill whilst being on a good team, that guy's gonna giga clap. Yeah, I think so, the Sire player has had the issue of he's never been on a good team, and I think yeah. you put him on a team surrounded with good players. He I think he has potential. Like, okay, I will concede. Valiant at thirteen, Mayhem at twelve. Yeah, I don't even believe that you've managed to con us. Bamboozle, Valiant at thirteen. Woo! The run ends there. I tried. All right, there we go. I tried, Mike. We have finally finished the Valiant's rise up the power rankings. Oh Ooh, my so god! So then we've like, got Mayhem. Sire next, player right? is just like a and widow Mayhem and McCree one trick. Sire player is a what? Sorry. Like a widow and McCree one trick. Didn't he pop off like crazy on Reaper? Yeah, yeah he, against I, us. He got he he like leads the it's league in every Reaper. metric on Reaper. Yeah, but I think as long as he can play everything that just like. You need to like he doesn't have to play the big what, brain what maze hit- or like Faris. He just needs to play his role. And what hit scan can he not play? Can he play tracer, tracer? very well? It, he previously did play tracer when it was big in Apex. I don't know whether he'd be able to play it at the same kind of level as like Sabi Orbi and these kind of people. Yeah. But I, I feel like everyone always goes back to tracer because it was such a hero in the beginning of Overwatch. But I think it's yeah. going to be big this Fuck. season. I think, think Tracer is a very versatile character no. that can sort of fit into anything, especially with things are bad. The, especially with the range increase to Tracer um, that they gave that no one's really sort of played with because of the current meta. I think you can just throw Tracer in and she'll Maybe. be good. And you see it in ranked every now and then. Sometimes a Tracer just wins games yeah. if you can't shut it down. Okay. Great. Alright, where is her? Where were we? So, uh, yeah, we're actually Chengdu. Yeah. Uh, so the teams that we're looking at now, the kind Chengdu, of... Hangzhou, Seoul, and Gladiators, maybe. Yeah, we're we're probably getting into like the upper echelons, right? So we've we've got we've gone through like our Popega division, and now we're getting into the teams that are. 
properly middle of the pack could make a shot. I want to. Yeah, put... I mean, no one cares about these teams. They're they're not worth paying attention to because they won't do anything they're this like, season. So why do you care? Yeah. Why into the do you play? care? I think it's really interesting. I actually want to see where everyone ends up because I think it's it's so confusing to see it try and yeah. rank where everyone's going to yeah. be. Like, yeah. who's going to be the suckiest? They don't All right, matter. well, show the people where we're up to at the moment because they haven't even seen the whiteboard. All right, just before I flip this, and you guys can't yell at me, I want to put Spark at eleven. You want to put Spark at 11? Yes. Oh, my word. Um, I, I don't think they can see that. You'll have to put, put it in front of us. Can you see this? Yeah. Okay. So This got, should be your Tinder profile. So bro. should we start working from the top down now and we'll meet in the middle? No, I think we can get these four out pretty easy. Do you think, think I can get anyone these four can hear you? You are, behind the, you are behind the whiteboard. It's like it could not, could not be more difficult for people to hear you. Okay. I think that Chengdu belong here. But I would be re- uh, I would be open to an argument that their recent additions and the fact that we're playing hero pools has now boosted them into the top ten. I could no. see uh, I could see an argument for Chengdu being top ten now. No, yeah, no. I think uh, Hangzhou still deserves to be in the top ten because they they have a very formidable team. They're ve- well rounded. I mean, they have Gushui, Ria. I think they relied on a lot of good teamwork last year, especially in Ghosts and stuff, and I think they deserve to be the Who would go at 11? Here's the spicy one. Oh, it's the Jin Moon League. No, I I, want to put... No, Gladiators at 11. Here's what I I would like to do. I would genuinely like to put Gladiators at 11. What? I've had this argument with Jaws recently as well because Jaws said uh, the real idiots are the people that are power-ranking Gladiators out of the top five. Yeah, well, he's a fucking play-by-play commentator. (laughs) He's okay. not here right now, right? Yeah, 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 he's, yeah, in yeah. Kitchen, he's in the kitchen, I think. He's in the kitchen, I think. The reason is, though, is because one of the big things... I'm, I'm casting the Gladiators as one of my first games, so I really went heavy on trying to look up VODs of Mirror and Jaru because there's such, like... So much of the team relies on whether Mirror and Birdring can do well. Right? And Jaru. Yeah. Yes, Jaru, but I'm, they've, they've said... Um, Mirror said in an interview recently with Peak that it's going to be Mirror and Birdring, or at least back then when yeah. they did the yeah. interview, that was their intention of the starting uh, DPS line. And because Birdring is such a who the hell knows, like genuinely yeah. who knows, he could go back to his former glory and be like a, a really big... No, no, there's no way. Be... That's just wishful thinking. Like he doesn't yeah. have the mental. Like Birdring, Birdring is the... Uh, uh, I'm trying to come up with words. He is the, the, the prime candidate for preseason scrim bait because this guy doesn't have the mental to compete in this league anymore. And Maybe I'm sorry, I'm sorry I'm saying it. No, it's not about the environment. Who's no. the first game against? Vancouver. He's he's going to get boomed I this season. I think this is a team, you look at it, it is a classic. Don't take the bait. No, I think you look at this team, especially with OG as well, a player that has been known to have tilt and that kind of stuff. I think where this team plays depends a lot on how their first like five to six games go. I think if they start struggling early, I think you'll see a lot of issues with this team. Yeah, but India is sexy as hell. I think this this <laughs> is true. a team where um, they need to develop that teamwork yeah. because they've got a, a, a big mishmash of new people coming in. I think the DPS line is weak. I've, I was talking about this with ZP recently. I, I went back and watched a bunch of VODs of Mirror and Jaru, like I was saying to you. I wasn't impressed. Really? I, no, I wasn't impressed. And I thought that I, from little bits of Contenders games that I watched, I thought I remembered times in which Mirror impressed me. I went back through and specifically tried to watch out for him. And 
trying to look at his mechanics and stuff, especially he was playing a lot of Farrah in his recent games and played a little bit of... He, he's uh, a huge Doomfist ranked, uh, what do they call it, ranked Hanzo. star? Yeah, ranked. but I, ranked star, I think, I think that's where a lot of his reputation yeah. comes from. I think but ranked stars matches, can, can pay off. And I think especially when you put him in an environment like this where you're surrounding him with players that have been in the scene for a long time, you can see great things from, player, from a player like Mira. The question becomes, is this the environment to sort see, of do that? See, what I think about this team is that I think they've done a really great job at establishing like a team environment and like a team structure. And I think that these teams, uh, these players have really bonded with each other. Like I think OG in space, yes, OG, he hasn't really fulfilled all of his talent as we wanted to last year. But I still think that him and Space could be a really deadly duo. I agree. I think Space is just like incredible. And I yes, think yeah. um, he carried Valiant for a long time when they had pretty crap main okay. support if- players. <laughs> and so I think that this team actually Wait has potential to pop off. I think they have a great coaching staff as well. Like say what you want about Deepay, but like historically yeah. he has a pretty good results. He's got results. Yeah. They have Face, uh, I think, used to coach for yep. Angry Titans. He's done very well in the um, past. And they have uh, an Australian coach who used to coach well, for Talon. That that That's fine. Oh, sorry. No, I mixed them up. There's... Two F coaches? Uh, let's have a look. We'll scroll down because uh, I remember Face, face and I can't remember the name. Uh, Faustus used to coach for Angry Titans, I think. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then Currishot, who like... Oh, yeah, Currishot. Yeah, he, you know, yeah. He, he has a bit of a brand and stuff to him because he used to be in League of Legends and then he has a very outward like personality. He's also and that's very... where I think he gained some of his clout. But I think he's actually like a really good, smart person. I, and I he's think got a good he's... reputation in the, with the players. Yeah, the I've heard that as well. So I, I think he is actually warranted and I think he's a good coach. So I think the coaching staff combined with a great team atmosphere and I think they have a lot of, you know, uncut gems right. here on this roster. But I, I think they could do well this season. But the important thing is whether or not you think they're going to do better than other teams we're talking about here. Teams like Chengdu, teams like Spark, yes. teams like Dynasty, for example. I, I would put them at the top of that list. I, 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 top? I, you think they're better than Dynasty? Yes. I do not agree I think that's... I think You this... think this DPS line can even compete with Profit and Fit? Absolutely yes. not. Yes, but I know like my whole thing is like I don't need him match to match. I just need Bowring to play like a percentage of how good he once was and then you have a player like Mira who actually shows what he has. I think the rest of his team is incredibly solid and I think this is a like if you obviously take out the DPS lineup and like take away that question mark, I think they have an incredibly solid team which should be top six-ish. Do and all of these plays are proven. The with this guy all <laughs> You're going to enjoy it as well. All right. What I don't understand, though, is how you can take the DPS away or, like, magic no, the but idea. I think, but there are no teams I think, no, from th- 11 to 1 who have big question marks. Yes, there are. What do you mean? Which, I, which teams have I, big I think marks? I have big question marks. You literally decided Chengdu Hunters. Yeah, yeah, and we said Chengdu. Like, I think... All do of you these, think Chengdu have big I question think marks? The you just cited their three new additions as great players who will help yeah, that but team. Yeah, I don't think that yeah. makes them significantly better than this team. I think what happens is Chengdu added a lot of question marks on top of their question marks, so they have a higher percentage chance of hitting something useful. But yes. I don't think you can theoretically put them above this team, which I think is solid. Like and I think they should be at least in the top eight. No, I think oh. I think we get to veto you because you put Valiant at yeah, thirteen. Yeah, I, I, I always so said that. If you think I, I'm wrong, I want to put Chengdu at eleven. I I would be happy with Chengdu at eleven. I think that I I think that Chengdu will flourish in the hero pool kind of meta, and I think that they'll be able to get a lot of yeah. wins off different people. Leave so th- this is completely. Chengdu, yeah. But I think they should be higher. 
Yeah, I think oh. they should be higher. That's why I'm trying to put Gladiator. Okay, let's put here. Hang Chao. Hang Chao. Uh, I want to put Spark at 11. So why do you want to put Spark down here? I because think I think that the chaotic nature of Chengdu really benefits them in a hero pool yeah. kind of meta. Um, and I think that Hang Chao Spark just doesn't have the DPS players to compete with either of these teams. Well, not really citing the DPS player on Gladiators per se, but I think that Gladiators has a better team overall. You think um, Gladiators has a better team overall? I mean, Spark, yeah, Spark finished higher than Gladiators last year. I, Spark finished. Th- top this is a completely new this team. Is, this is I know. I, that's also Goats as well. Like you got to remember, we played three quarters of the season playing Goats. Like, and Spark was good at Goats, yeah. and that was like something that they probably played their best meta playing Goats. Mm. I would say. So I think coming into this season where we're going into more chaos, I think I, I might be talking my ass here, but I feel like when Air Games went to chaos, uh, Spark kind of underwhelmed me and they didn't yeah. adapt very well because I actually... They were slow to adapt to yeah. every match. I, I remember we actually yeah. beat them um, in a regular season match and then we lost to them in the stage playoffs, yes. I think. That was stage three. That was yeah. stage three. And I remember thinking... We're in the game, we were like, they don't know how to deal with this. We're just going to keep running with it until they deal with it. And then they couldn't work it out. And then they came to us in the stage playoffs. They had a set plan. They knew exactly what to do. Yeah. And they executed it. And then we just didn't have yeah. the answer to that. Yeah. I, I do agree with that line of logic. The Spark were always struggling to adapt to metas. I think they're one of the teams that benefits the least from hero pools. But they at least have a solid team structure already there. And they finished fourth last season. Do you really think they're going to drop from fourth to 11th? I, I think... They haven't I, changed anything. I agree it's a long shot, but I think this is sort of my one like outlier that I think is different from like a lot of other people's things. I actually think Spark isn't going to be that good. I understand it's a little outrageous, but I think 11 is good. Mm, I think a lot of community people have actually ranked Tang Chao like 10, 9, but, 10, 11. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I want to keep throwing them lower because I, I think they're definitely not going to be top five. I think we can no, I, yeah, I think and I think fine. the more I think about that team and the more I think about you know when you talk about your Chengdu's your souls like especially like with the what you were saying with the hero pools I just don't think you can put Wait. Spark above Gladiators are we missing no we're not missing teams. okay uh, I, I feel bad about it but if you both want to put Spark at 11 um, I, I could I could handle that yeah I really really I mean, it's mostly like other teams improving rather than Hang Chao I do feel strongly though that the Gladiators have a strong strong chance of their DPS utterly letting them down this season yeah I think that their DPS is going to get manhandled when they go up against everybody else in the top see 10. I feel really bad about boosting Chengdu up to number 9 if they're going to rely on people like Among and the new That's pickup true. from the Chinese scene I, like sorry pal like you can't do that forever like you're relying on Leave and Jinmu to do all of the work yeah but also I mean Eamon is genuinely very very good at Wrecking Ball a hero that thrives what in if chaos. he gets banned in hero balls yeah if he does get banned then they have to Rely revert on to different pickups. stuff yeah. Uh, yeah. so I want to do Spark Chengdu Gladiators I mean I want to do Gladiators Chengdu Spark you want to put Spark at 9 <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't really care where Spark is because I think they have a large range to them. What I really feel strongly about is that Gladiators should not be rated too highly. I, I just, I think there's so... If Birdring decides he doesn't want to play or just isn't that good or plays as good he point. did last season, this team has no hit scan. Other than Mirror that plays a little Mirror's, bit of it. I thought Mirror was good at hits in. I thought he it... mostly plays projectile stuff. But yeah, Mirror Mirror plays a little bit of it, I think. He hasn't played he hasn't played well, much sim- in a while yeah. though. I I think that this whole 
team is built on the linchpin of Birdring. I agree. Like, yeah. I think it... What, what a risky linchpin. Yeah. Which is why I'm making I my own it. rankings. You guys are <laughs> so hard to work what with. What do you want, Jonathan? Because we, we yeah. both said where yeah, we, we I've, to We've both made our, our... No, the thing is, I think all your arguments make sense. and So that's why I really can't decide. <laughs> yeah. um, this is going. This is completely un, un, unrelated to gameplay. Um, and it's not a great argument whatsoever. But I, I'm really down on uh, Chinese teams who are heavily affected by the coronavirus. And I think yeah. that's going to impact... Yeah. how they play and so that's why I'm sort of down yeah. on Chengdu Hunters is that mm-hmm. I think they're actually like they were I think they would have performed well above expectations if they had got the to play their homestands yeah. at the Chinese homestands play locally in front of a crowd all of that stuff but like we don't know how this situation is going to turn out yeah. and I think it's really going to affect Chengdu heavily because they have a lot of Chinese players yeah. it doesn't affect Hang Chao as much because they have Korean players yeah. so like yeah, true. I think they'll be a bit more fine in that regard. Um, and it's sort of unfair to say that. I realize that that's not a substantial claim by any means, and it, it's not really gameplay related. But I do think yeah, it, it, it's sort of... I'm leaning yeah. 11 or 10 on okay. Chengdu because of that. All right, let's, let's, put, um, let's put Chengdu in 11th then, shall we? I agree with yeah. that. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I'm happy. Can we go... I still want to put Gladiators in iron though. Like, I think the, Gladi- the, the thing about the thing about Chengdu is you you can talk about all the positives about Jinmu all you want, but the fact of the matter is that he's you know he brings both sides to the table. Like he's very chaotic good, but also very chaotic bad. So he's chaotic neutral. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you know you get the good with the bad, and sometimes he yeah. just feeds. So I, I'm pretty happy with eleven for Chengdu. Okay, let's write him in. Let's write him in. Oh, can you write the city? Chung, yeah, Chengdu is the city. Yeah, because he wrote Mayhem and Valiant and then Toronto, London, Washington. To be fair, that's also what I do. I, I just mix yeah. and match all the way through. Like My never... OCD is... <laughs> I would never call Chengdu the Hunters. Well, I would look always at, call look at the Chengdu. first three. I put Shock, which is their team name. Then I put NYXL, which is their entire name, sort of team name. And then I put Atlanta, which is the city. Yeah, New York is such w- way more beautiful than NYXL. Nah. Nah. No, this just reminds me of Dota 2 Hero. <laughs> okay, all right, we're all losing it here. Number 10. Are we uh, really going to put Spark I want to put Spark uh, over Gladiators. I feel like my whole thing, like, I agree with your linchpin of Birdering. If Birdering fails, yeah, I'm I down think with this that. team drops. I'm, I'm actually down with that. I'm done with Gladiators, Hang Chao. I'll, I'm all happy right. to go on that round. Okay. Yeah, 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 that, uh, that works for me. Uh, well, you got to write Gladiators. Yes. Yeah. I think... I think the important thing for any fans to take away that are watching this as well is that the arguments that we're putting forward and like the ranges and the teams that we're debating about is more important than the final rankings of where we're putting them. Like we are talking about Chengdu, Gladiator, Spark as if they're all kind of a similar kind of level with like Mayhem, Valley, Toronto, London, like all a yeah. similar kind then of level. Then why the hell are we making a ranking? Well, because it's fun, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. Think it's, I think it's more fun having these arguments of who's better than yeah. who because we, if, we, if you wanted to make a tier list, this is very simple, yeah. right? Like, yeah, it's fairly it's, simple. It's fairly simple to put people in a tier, but I think this is interesting about, because yeah. this is the matchup that matters, like Spark vs. Gladiators, that's a very interesting yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. matchup. Here goes the next four. Dynasty, Titans, Charge, and Fusion, and Shanghai. That's five teams, not four. Okay, but those are the last five teams. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, you're actually right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to put... Vancouver. Um, Vancouver no. in number eight? No, 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 no. Vancouver. Don't undersell Vancouver. Okay, Vancouver. I real. 
I mean, <laughs> you, can, you, you can talk shit about Fisher all you want, but the fact of the matter is, he's a great main tank. We all only hate him. I because, hate that coaching because he left prematurely for the gliders, and he was a child, didn't behave correctly. But like, he is skilled. He's incredibly and... skilled. Vancouver are either going to be top three or like eighth, ninth, tenth. Yeah. So what? Eight is not fair. Then it's easier to put them at like five or six. I so s- I no sure. no 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 like if we ma- do the other teams first, then Vancouver is the perfect filler team. Yeah, okay. that's true. Uh, so, uh, I agree with that. I agree with that. So who do you want to put at eight then? Uh, who, what are the teams that we've got again? Uh, Shanghai Fusion Charge Titans and Dynasty. Soul. I want to put I, no. I want to put Charge no. down there. I was previously. Oh, oh my! Wow! Wow! We got him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely got me. The reason is that the charge I was previously pretty high on, and then I didn't even realize that Shanghai was like a really good team. And so we had to put oh, the charge... Oh, they're not. Don't worry. The, we had to put the charge at like fifth, right? We ranked them at fifth last time? No, or I think sixth Fusion or were fifth. And... Okay, so was six. No, yeah, wait. I got the ranking right there. Fusion five, Shanghai four, charge six. Right, so we put them at six. But I'm... I feel much better about the dynasty having looked into their roster and thought about it more to the point where the dynasty has now overtaken the charge in my head. Wait, and so I keep, no. I think the charge is good, but I keep I keep bigging up other teams so that they overtake the charge. And so you just have to drop think, them down the rankings. I think I almost want to put Seoul in these bottom 14. I, I, I think... disagree completely. I think the more I look at the Seoul roster... Did, you, up did you file Seoul Dynasty as the winner of their division in our preseason rankings? No, no, no. no Who, wait, they were Seoul in, a, are in, they're in Pacific a, East. There was Shanghai's group. I put Shanghai. Yeah, I put one. Shanghai as the winners. Oh, I did not. <laughs> you put Seoul as the winners? <laughs> what? Okay, I mean... Put you Seoul, realize... Put Seoul no. up against Shanghai. No. Roster to roster. No. And you're on oh this my. freaking hype train. No. I, I, it's a very warranty no. hype train. No, you're on this hype train. And you're like, whoa, we're on the freaking hype train. And I'm standing next to it. And I'm like, dudes, it's a shitty train. If I Okay, if anyone was going to dislike Shanghai Dragons, it should be me. But I'm willing to put them up there because I think their roster is Why? solid. Why would you hate them? They have certain coaching staff. <laughs> Who do they have in the coaching staff? Moon. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, obviously, like obviously that's it. Like, but I gotta say it. I think they have a good roster. Yeah. Okay. Look, look no, at this. Look I, at this. Soul I put Dynasty Shanghai roster. number eight in mind. So. All right. Let's let's directly compare Seoul Dynasty and Shanghai then. Uh, just as a little a, a little aside. Yeah. So, tank line, right? You've yep. got Stand One or Fearless along with Void. Yeah. That's most likely going to be the tank line. We don't exactly know which main tank is going to play. Yeah. Versus probably Marvel and Michelle. Yeah. I, I, I think, think Michelle is yeah. like, you know, it's him or Toby as the worst player on the team. But I still think that Marvel was incredibly good towards the latter Marvel half of good, last yeah. season. And I think Sol is a better tank line. I think, I think Void and Michelle is, I would probably call it an even playing field. Yeah, I think Void is slightly better than Michelle, but pretty. Yeah. pretty I, I would put them around the same. Uh, Marvel, I think, definitely has the edge. He's I, I just also so think, consistent. I also think that Void has peaked in terms of his overall career. And I think that Michelle can reach another I, level I before he starts to. I know that there's going to be a bunch of fans saying, I can't believe you rate Michelle lowly or stuff like that, because they always are. I think Michelle had his best games last year on Sombra. Yeah, I think that people are fair. conflating. They do that thing that they do to Hopper where they saw Hopper play Farah and Tracer and they're like, oh my God, oh, the guy's so not, flexible. Yeah, that's yeah. not fantastic. fair at all. Yeah. It's no, the same but he, kind of No, stuff. because he, Hopper is still good on the Ventura. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But Michelle is... 
pretty good on Diva. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the majority of his reputation inflation, I think, came from he, the Sombra stuff that he was also He's fine on the scene. The reason I want to put, like, above this, like, Shanghai has DM, Ding, Fitz, and... No, no what? not Fitz. Not Fitz. Uh, no, not Fitz. Um, Fletter. Uh, Fletter and Lip. Okay? Yeah. They have four very, in my opinion, from what we've originally heard about um, Lip, is that these are very strong players. Like, yeah, you can say about Fletter being washed, but he doesn't even need to be great. Like, they have such a s- strong, diverse uh, DPS. Fitz and Profit! Why are you arguing? Dude, Fitz, Fitz and Profit. And Profit. Profit. Profit, yes. Fitz and Illicit down here. They Fitz and Illicit, if you were to put Profit, Fitz and Illicit along next side the Shanghai DPS, Fitz and Illicit would be the bottom two DPS players that I would put in those lineups. So profit would probably be at the top, but that's like profit. You guys like profit's like kick, like dragging those two kicking and screaming like up the leaderboards because you guys are putting them high. I disagree because I think that you don't necessarily need two superstar DPS players. I think profit and fits will work fantastically well because profit requires a lot of resources to do his job and plays the superstar hero. And normally you have some kind of supportive DPS alongside in most compositions. Where the Shanghai Dragons have just got superstars everywhere, and like, and, how, and, but so how can you argue with that though? Like, yes, I, are you trying to say that they're going to try and split their resources in different directions? Like, no, on... I think Shanghai Dragons has a lot of specialists, right? Like, DM's a hit scan specialist. Ding basically only plays like what Farah and Hanzo. That's those are the only heroes that he's going to play on this team, basically. Uh, and then they've got okay, Fledder is your all rounder, and then who's the final player? Lip. Lip. Well, actually, we don't even know that much about Lip, but he, he plays a bunch of uh, different hitscan, yeah. I think. He's I, a hitscan I, player, isn't yeah, he? he I th- well, he played, um, I think he played a lot of Reaper, but I've heard a lot of great things coming out from him like right. in the preseason. So like, I don't know a whole lot about him, but like, I just I think, if anything, Shanghai has the edge just because of, I think they have more proven okay. players. Okay, back to the board. Charge, Fusion... Fusion. Fusion, maybe. No, Fusion's roster is just way too good. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. I know that ZP is gonna uh, tear himself. <laughs> no, sorry. I, I, look, I just want. I just want to get done with the ranking. I want to okay. go somewhere. Fusion are in a very weak division. They're in the Atlantic division. They should be absolutely able to farm. Yeah, that's they, true. They were a, a fairly crappy team last year, and they were still able to make playoffs because they just farmed the Atlantic division. Yeah. This team is gonna farm and look at that roster. I mean, just look yeah. at it. That is a stacked to high yeah. heavens yeah. roster. Yeah. Yeah. And even if, like ZP thinks, Carpe sucks and Sado sucks this year, like they have the replacements available I, I for, even, for them. Like, I think they're fifth or fourth. I think they're fifth, and I, but I, I'm but still then who Shanghai. Do you put fourth? I want to put Shanghai. No, you're not getting Shanghai, dude. You've been forcing your way with this ranking. <laughs> you mean all my ranking? Freaking <laughs> day! You made us put Valiant at thirteen. Yeah. You made us put. Gladiators at 10 rather than 11, which I agree right, with you. What do you want? I'm what do you saying, want, Johnny? You're sitting here like you a child. Do you want the pen? No, yeah, you're, yeah. You're just sitting here like a child and you're just forcing your way and you're just like, <laughs> no, I still want to put Johnny on the child. Four. You just threw a tantrum. No, All right, who would you four. put at number four, Jonathan? I'm new to the desk. I get my way. <laughs> I have a lot of Twitter followers. <laughs> All right, Johnny, who would you put at number four? It's Fusion over Vancouver, but I'll ultimately Vancouver. Fusion, Give me the yeah. pen back. <laughs> you want to put so you want to put Fusion, Fusion there. Fusion. So so it really is just a debate between Fusion and Shanghai, right? Yes. Because me me and Custer and think Shanghai, that Shanghai should probably six. be there. No, it'd be what, so no, you Fusion would, would be four. No, no, he would want to put Fusion Vancouver Shanghai. 
I don't want to put Vancouver that high. No. I uh, think the, no, can we start one one spot at a time? Four. Yeah. Number four. I I would want to put Shanghai, but I would be okay with Philadelphia. Future. I agree. But as an argument of Atlantic Division, just like farming noob teams. Yes, I, I think that farming noob teams is yeah. a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you've also got NYXL and Atlanta up there as well. Yeah, that's true. But it, but it's NYXL Atlanta. There's a lot then, of free wins to go around. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of free wins to be farmed. <laughs> I think I will accept Fusion four, but then I have to have Shanghai at five, yes. and then we can put. Vancouver at six. If you really want to put Vancouver that high, and then yes, uh, the Vancouver one, they shouldn't even be ranked because we think they're a top three team un- until they shit the bed. Yes, I think we. You know what? I can feel it in my bones that we've talked so much about Vancouver shit in the bed. They're just going to come out and dominate. Wait, wait. They're just going to be fine wait. all season. Uh, long. Let's put down teams. So eight charge. Yeah, I think Charge needs to go at eight. I think yes. as we talk much, you've talked. I think with how much you've talked about Soul, I would want to put Charge at eight, and then yeah, I do, I do feel like Charge are a good team, but okay, and I, I, the the my question marks have started to arise with Happy and Eileen in the similar way to Spark in that they their hero pools are not enormous. I mean, they're pretty big, but. I think when you start putting them against, elite? I think when you start putting them up against like all these other teams at this level, I think it's hard to yeah, it's hard, say that they're like superior, and that's the thing that's going to. I will say, Shu, hey, fantastic! I, I think Neptuno's going to be great. I think Krong is going to be really good. I, I, I highly rate that guy. Are you, are you about to talk yourself to throwing them high again? No, I don't think so because I, no, no I, didn't I like talk put... about them. I can't talk them above Dynasty because yeah. I just think Dynasty. Are such right. a solid team. I think I got blindsided I got by the idea that Dynasty battery. didn't fulfill right. their reputation. Here's what here's what here's what I want. Okay, Charge, Charge. Seoul, Vancouver, Shanghai. But I yeah. will accept if you guys want to like lean more towards the Vancouver. Don't shit the bed. Then we can put Vancouver at five. But I think it's too high of a likelihood. Yeah, I'm 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 good with that. Honestly, Vancouver at six works for me because I think this they're going to be somewhere between <laughs> three and ten. So, yeah. Uh, wait, so I didn't listen because I Seoul at seven. No, what? Seoul six. Seoul six over Vancouver. You would put him over Shanghai. You would put Seoul over Shanghai. He I wants fuck. to put Seoul over Shanghai. I, I, I don't know. I think Seoul Shanghai is super close. No. Okay. Okay. I'll. I'll. I'll the problem wait. is though. So. No, the, the thing is, I don't want to put Shanghai. Right. I don't want to put Shanghai fifth. I think they should be fifth. I think they should be fifth. And I Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. Why are so. you down on Vancouver? I'm but, not down on Vancouver. Like I keep saying, they're either going to be top three. Actually, Shanghai is. I'm going to follow face. them up on the exact same point I made last time. We are putting them as if they are runaway, and they are not runaway anymore. Yeah. We have a completely new management. We have a completely new coaching staff. We have now Bumper out of the roster. We have a completely new meta of something that, like, they are going to have to completely rebuild themselves with God, the Your arguments are so shit. I'm putting Shanghai at fifth. Mm, the defense rests. The, 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 <laughs> the good part about these ranking is, is if you tune into oh, uh, youtube.com uh, forward slash Overwatch League on February 8th, me and Custer will have our own rankings. Oh really? Show. So uh, nice. our individual rankings, and I can actually give you the real deal and show you what good rankings look like. So I don't really give a shit about these ones. Oh wow! Okay, he's just gonna that write just, in any seemed, old team. That seemed very aggressive. Be there. I'm gonna shit on him on <laughs> on live broadcasts. 
That would be your first popular Twitch clip ever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What do you mean? I can remember leaking something on Twitch recently. They got no, a lot of views. Never happened. <laughs> never happened. All right. Number six, Vancouver. Number seven, Dynasty. Let's get it done. Don't say it. It's Seoul. Okay. Seoul, Vancouver, whatever. Whatever you want to call them. <laughs> All right, so we have final. So let's let's show the people our rankings at the we end. We the this. people. Oh well, that was my god, shit you. That's it. You those Ben Kua. All right, just just pop it in front of you. Put it in front of your mic so you can still talk. Oh sweet baby Jesus. Okay, here we go. You can't so, see me, chat, but I'm here. This this is I, what oh, we've. I no what never mind. What this is what we've decided to go with in the end. These are the final rankings. Plat chat, not mine. They're plat chat. <laughs> oh my. Uh, he's, he's backing out on us. Yeah. The plat chat power rankings. So this is where we think it's reasonable to expect teams to finish at the end of reasonable. the season. Reasonable. Roughly. Mean, reasonable apart from Valiant, who we were just browbeaten into putting the Valiant Oh higher. yeah. Okay. That's because they're going to finish higher than 13th. Oh my God. All right. Well, any final wait, words? Wait, wait, wait. What's the bet for you to shave... They, Valiant. If Valiant finishes top ten or higher, or, okay, if they finish top ten, yeah, Sideshow has to sh- shave the Valiant logo in the side of his head. Yeah, and if they finish twentieth, oh my god, what a terrible bet. bet! What a terrible, what bet. an awful bet! If they finish twentieth, you shave the Overwatch logo in the back of your head. Yes, I, I've been scammed, <laughs> absolutely scammed. I've got them. All right, well that's that's the Plat Chat power rankings. Yep. Then uh, we'll be returning to normal Plat Chat. Uh, at some point uh, but for now we'll uh, we'll bid you adieu and you can all get really angry at these power rankings I'm looking forward to it yeah but if you get angry at them make sure you retweet and like them first so you can get other people upset because then exactly. we get more views and we get more of that Skrilla because it's all about the sponsorships and we're getting some yeah that's really important alright we'll see you in a bit bye bye yeah.